When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey, guys, and welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Alongside James, my brother, my name is Ryan. Chris is not with us here tonight, but he is in Kansas City for work. So maybe there's some parties going on up there, James. I don't know. But, dude, have we got... Maybe not yet. But, dude, have we got a party to talk about here tonight? Um, the Dallas Stars do win by a final score of 2-1 to one over the Buffalo Sabres tonight. So, James, I'm just going to just come out here and say this right off the bat. Mom told me, he's like, are you going to be mad tonight? And my first answer to her was, <laughs> my, my first answer to her was, you know, I haven't seen a hockey game with the Dallas Stars in over a week and a half. It's been nine days now, right? So I was thinking, yeah, I'll just be happy just to watch. Like, e- even if they're doing bad, as long as they keep it close, then I'll be happy with it, as long as they don't get blown out. Well, they did that. <laughs> well, excuse me, maybe I should say Jake Ottinger did that this evening, James. <laughs> yeah. What are your um, initial thoughts from today? It, it's really, really funky game, because, like, I test, we should have got destroyed and then it's weird because you go look at the stats and you look at, oh, where Buffalo took their shots from. And it's like you, you, the stats actually kind of favor the stars other than shots on goal. So it's a really weird game. It does not feel good because uh, we it really felt like we were just getting run over until the third period when the refs just decided to help us close the game. But uh, other than that, I mean, it, it looked really bad. So, I mean, there's so many things that you could talk about in tonight's game, but obviously we got to uh, talk about the the man, the myth, the legend, the larcenist stuff that he did this evening uh, was levitating, uh, like standing on his head with, with his hands in circles. I mean, just ridiculous what he was able to do tonight. And I find it extremely ironic, James, that our last episode that we did during the All-Star break 
on Thursday, one of the biggest things we talked about was the fact that Jake Ottinger has not been on at all this year. And he's he's been mediocre, maybe average at best. And then he pulls a game out like this. I mean, this was absolutely the best game of the season for him and maybe of the last couple of years, honestly, James. I don't know about the years thing, but it's definitely the best of the season by far. I mean, the the only other game that I can think about that he really stole by himself kind of was that Flames game that he still led in three goals in. And that was early on in the season. And it, it's just been, it was such a crazy game. He just seemed like nothing was going to get past him. And the only goal that ended up did getting past him was one of the most wickedest one-timers ever. <laughs> Well, and it's by a guy who just ridiculous. Like, I mean, Tage Thompson, he's obviously not having the same year that he had last year. He had 47 goals last year, and uh, he's been hurt and stuff. But still, that was a wicked one-timer, and that's the only thing that beats him tonight. Yep. Really was. And so, and, and honestly, it's fair that that one beat him. That was, that was one of the prettiest one-timers I've seen all season long. That was Ovechkin-esque. Trying Very. to say that five times fast. Yeah. I mean, that is in the right spot along the half wall, you know, just outside the face-off dot. I mean, I, I don't blame him at all for allowing that goal in. But, but what did you see out of Jay Gottinger that was different uh, tonight, James? Because th there's a couple of things that you could point to. I feel like some of it was rebound control. He did better tonight. And you saw a lot of the punching it into the corner, which generally he's really good at. When he's on, you see that a ton. It's it's into the corner away from the slot area is really what it is. And he, a, a few he did cough up that were really bad, he was able to get back on top of with a little bit of help from the defenseman. But it, it really, like, he was just, he was seeing everything tonight is really what I think it was more than anything. He saw everything that came his way and... The, the only thing that beat him was the slap shot. And he still saw that. It was just really, really, really fast. And he didn't have much of a chance there either. But he, he I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say, he gets the biggest winner tonight. I mean, there's... There shouldn't I mean, even who, be a question, dude. <laughs> no question. Not like, like, sometimes we talk about like, oh, well, you already did that guy. No, he absolutely deserves the biggest winner from both of us. And, you know, since Chris is not here, I'm going to give him Chris's biggest winner as well. So, I mean, he's he's gets the trifecta biggest winner tonight from the Chambers boys. Um, okay, so so we talked about the good thing that happened in tonight's game, and honestly, that was about it for me. They the Stars had their chances offensively, and they took advantage on the power play. But the thing that frustrated me to none end, and as I understand, I get it. It's it's the first game after the all-star break. You're you're gonna be expected to have some rust and be and you're gonna have to shake it off. But man, the turnovers were so bad tonight. And and again, by specifically the defensemen. And that was something that I Yeah, that was the the defensemen specifically were really, really bad tonight on those turnovers. They get given up the, the one specific one that I remember the most was Harley getting picked off behind the net. That that's that has to be one of the worst ones to start the game too, and it, it, that set the tone really for me when when he gave that one up. Well, I, I mean, I mean, it was 
it was hard. I got Harley with two really bad D plays in his own zone in the first period. Uh, Suter did it. Uh, Essa did it. Um, Miro had a, it wasn't a terrible play, but it just, it did, didn't get it out of the zone. So it, it was just all the defensemen tonight. And yeah, we can rag on Suter and those guys, but it wasn't just them. It was, it, I thought it was honestly all six guys tonight just had a very, very, very rough game. And, uh, they better buy Mr. Ottinger, a, a steak and potatoes meal tonight, but before they go to sleep tonight and, uh, have to face the, the Maple Leafs tomorrow. So, I mean, is that all we just really need to chalk that up to? It, it, it's it, the stars can't have nice things. They can't have both nice things. They can't have good defense and good goaltending in the same game. I guess. I, I think a lot of it tonight was also just the puck possession. I mean, we would have the puck. We would maybe get into their zone. I like fifty percent of the time we'd get into their zone. And then, like, 70% of the time that we got into the zone, we just, like, took a shot off the rush and instantly went back into the Sabres uh, possession. I mean, we we did... it. I, I wish, like, we had an overall possession for who had the puck the most tonight. Because I, I feel like it would be, like, Sabres had it for, like, 50 minutes and the Stars had it for 10. We just... We never, we never controlled the puck all night long. And, yes, it was defensive turnovers and that that'll that'll kill you most nights but i mean even in the offensive zone in the neutral zone too we just didn't have the puck that's very true we did not control the puck almost at all in uh, the game today well let's get into special teams a little bit james because it was hit or miss to be honest with you the stars do get a power play goal they get their first opportunity of the game and then they didn't look back after that. They never trailed in the game. However, you look at the third period and the amount of chances they were given, they were given two five-on-three power plays. Now, I understand one of them was 18 seconds, but still, uh, the other one was was a minute and 18 seconds. And you don't get a goal on that. They broke the Zuboff roll. You know, yeah, they always have do 40, that. <laughs> yeah and, and that's that's the thing with this team it, it it seems weird that they just when they get opportunities especially five on three they just don't take care of it. it it just feels like just historically not just this year but like looking back I, I would say like three or four years I'd be interested to know the the stats on that and their effectiveness on five on three power plays it, it's kind of awkward because on the other side of that uh, going down three on five, we are spectacular on that side. We've gave up, we've given up one five on three goal against this year. So it's it's really weird how those even out, and that's kind of been like our season on special teams as a whole. Like everything is just kind of evened out, and like that that's not that's not an awful thing because that means you're not going to lose games because of your special teams most of the time. It also means you're not going to win the game because of special teams most of the time. The, the fortunate thing for the stars is that we have been good five on five this year. And that's where we've gotten a lot of our goals. And that's where this, that's where the second line has gotten almost all of them. So it, it, it's, it's been a weird year on special teams. I want to talk about the penalty kill as well, because the stars had had a really good penalty kills top five in the NHL for a good portion of this season. And it has slowly started to trickle and go from a trickle to a small stream. 
And they have allowed uh, power play goals, I think it's like in five of the last seven, at least one. And I understand they they gave up their first two-goal power play game. Uh, it was like the game right before the break or, the, or the, the game before that, before the Washington game. But it was the Capitals game, yeah. It was so it was the game before the the break then. So that's the first time they've given up two go- two power play goals in one game. It, is that something that we should be worried about moving forward? And I understand this team is on a six game point streak. They're five zero and one in their last six, going back before the All Star break. But that still concerns me. It, it's definitely a point of talking. Uh, I feel like with Otter playing as good as he did in that game. Uh, the penalty kill is going to get a whole lot better. And honestly, we saw it most tonight. I mean, the Sabres, it felt like the Sabres should have had three power play goals tonight, and they ended up with one. And it it had to be a perfect shot and a perfect pass and one of the fastest shots Otters faced on the season. It was, what, 96 miles per hour? 97? (laughs) It was was crazy. To get a shot that fast in a perfect spot is, that's just incredible. Did he face the Colin Miller shot, or was that Wedgwood? I don't remember, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember who who was in net for us. But hopefully, that gets better over the course of the next couple of weeks, and it, it'll get better quicker because now they've sh- shaken off the rust off their uh, their legs and off of their uh, skates a little bit. But still, man, uh, I, I wish it was just a little bit better. And maybe we're relying too much on Hawk and Paw and Essa to do more of the grunt work. And maybe we need to see more of that second pairing of Suter and Harley out there on the penalty kill to kind of save some time for those two guys. What maybe, do you think? Yeah, I I don't I don't mind that too much. I, if we do that at all, it, it's got to be like last thirty seconds of it, like 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 we normally do. But it's it is tough to to argue that they should be on the ice when. Lindell and Hawkenbaugh have been getting it done all season long. So what are they doing differently? Is it just other teams are figuring our penalty kill out? Or is it the goaltending? Obviously, it wasn't the goaltending tonight. But so what's the difference between earlier in the season and now? I, I feel like it's definitely other teams have figured it out some. It, it, it's also other teams have figured out their own power plays better too. It is later in the season. It is not as easy to just shut down the passes that are going through the slot. Cause it, that, when you think about a power play, like that's what you want on every single one. You want to pass it straight into the middle and have someone wide open for a slot shot. That's the easiest draw it up, whatever you want. But I feel like some of it is, is they're figuring out the stars penalty kill a little It it's weird how that works because sometimes we play aggressive, like really, really aggressive on it. Sometimes we don't, uh, but it, it, I feel like it's also part that their power plays, everyone's power plays have gotten better just as the season's gone along. Hey guys, it's Ryan here looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58. DraftKings Sportsbook has got you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly and bonus bets just to give you some odds for the game for your super bowl mvp you could bet for mahomes to get it at a plus 125 brock purdy at a plus 225 or if you want to go even further maybe you go for brandon Ayuk at plus 6000 or even george kittle at plus 6000 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code THPN. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, uh, moving off from that, because we could we could talk circles around that for a while, uh, especially with the game tonight. The, the officiating was strange tonight, although it, it, it was like, it was like, for this way, for that way. <laughs> it was really weird. Uh, and, and it didn't really match up with the play very much either. It's like the the star the, the stars played better in the third period, but it's not like they deserved four power plays. It wasn't that good of a period. And then in the first period, when uh, when Buffalo, I thought what I thought that was their best period. I know that the stars got like way outshot in the second period, but they didn't even get a power play in the first period at all. The, the, no, they the should have, and it, and it felt like they should have had like twenty. It, we got away with so much in that first period. It was such a such a stupid game from an officiating perspective because mm-hmm. it, they called the weakest calls ever. And then you look at the elbow on Marchment that they missed. That was pretty obvious. Uh, mm-hmm. He elbowed him right in the face. Dude's bleeding. I mean, it, it doesn't matter if Marchment's face was a little low. Okay, fine. I give you that. It doesn't matter. He, he swung his elbow back and hit him in the face. But they, they missed lots of obvious calls like that and called very, very weak ones the other way. Like even even the the trip against Lucanen against Ben, I, that that's no, a pretty weak that call. Pretty weak. Yeah, <laughs> like I for agree. a minute, almost a minute and a half of five on three, that is a super, super weak call. And it had it didn't affect the play at all, I don't really think. It, it was mm-hmm. just lots of stuff like that that didn't really affect the play that the players didn't like some, sometimes the players didn't even know what they did wrong on the play. And they, they, <laughs> yes. have to, they have to, they have to go to the boxes. They don't know what happened. Uh, it's right. and, 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 and then you have the try, the refs try and figure out who's supposed to go in the box for the penalty against Lucan. And, and that took them like two minutes. It, <laughs> oh my word, man. I don't, it, it was just atrocious. Well, and then the, uh, and I, I mean, so here's the other thing. The, the other part, and I know I said we go off of it, but we're not there yet. The the cross check from Clifton on Johnston. I, I mean, I mean, it was first pretty off, weak. Where, <laughs> you thought it was weak? It, it's it's thought, still cross check. I thought that was a clear penalty to me. That that's, and then, but it also it's, put them in a bad spot because they made some bad calls earlier on the Ukapekalukanen. Uh, try and say that five times fast, by the way. Uh, that penalty, and then you have to call the obvious one, and the obvious one kind of depleted the rest of the game, kind of gave yeah. the stars the win a little bit. Yeah, no, that that's why it felt so bad from an officiating standpoint because 
they 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 didn't call anything and then they call call the nothing calls that look like nothing happened because nothing really did happen and it they call it late in the game and that's where it feels worse because there's less time on the clock and there's already goals on the on the board normally and in this game it was 2-1 that's a close game the third period should have been really exciting and it just kind of wasn't for large majority out. of it yeah <laughs> i mean it, it was it was like nothing the entire time and the last 40 seconds gets a little exciting but you know it's six on five and there could have been that for two minutes and from like an nhl perspective that's what they want they want the six on five for as long as possible because that is probably one of the most exciting points of a game where your team has been trailing. This is interesting. This is not something that I was going to consider bringing up, but uh, chat over here is kind of talking about it. I talked about it a little earlier. So Ardell over here, a uh, good friend of the show, good friend of uh, stars community, really great guy. Can a purely finesse team win a cup? Serious question. And what brought up this question was the fact that he said, this team is soft. And he's uh, him also saying, the only guy on the roster who will throw a check. And then uh, uh, Malto also coming up here and saying, agreed, Ardell, even Jamie Benn has been soft this year. And it's... I, I, I don't know where to go on that because I, I hadn't thought about it previously. But they're not wrong. I, I, I would bet money on it that if you go and look at the stats for hits on the season, you know, hits per game or whatever it is, that the Stars are bottom five. No, last at I least checked. At least bottom ten. At least bottom ten. Last I checked, 10. we were second to last in hits so per the, game. There we go. And, and, and that is a problem to an extent, but also I kind of I look at the Avalanche, and the Avalanche, when they won the Cup, did not have a overly aggressive team. They did not hit very much. They relied a lot on their skill to get in there. The thing that was different between that Avalanche team and this Stars team that we have is that the Avalanche's defense was 20 times better than the Stars' defense right now. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of the big difference. If If you aren't going to go out and hit, you've got to get it from somewhere else. I mean, they the Avs team got it from shot blocking and breaking up plays in the own in their own end and getting it out of their own zone, please. That was huge <laughs> tonight. That was ridiculous. The, the amount of turnovers. And, and, and I didn't even feel like that Buffalo was overexerting themselves, like forcefully forcing these turnovers. Sorry, that's a really bad combination of words but like that's literally what happened I, I thought they were good i thought they were the better team than the stars tonight obviously but it was more we turned the puck over and gave them the puck than them being overly aggressive in the offensive in their in the stars zone excuse me yeah right that was definitely most of it i feel feel like a lot of that is from the rust we we because at the in the sorry in the Capitals game, we got it out of the zone fairly well, it, except for on the penalty kill. That was the only time that we didn't, and that's when you need to do it the most. And actually, again tonight, the the goal that they had on the power play, we had a chance to clear it, and we didn't. And then they scored on it. So it it, it is it is becoming a very big problem, 
and I felt like we kind of started to get over the hill a little in that Capitals game, at least five on five. And it's just, it's all the way back now. And they're going to have to restart the train all over again and get the pucks out. And that, that was actually one thing from Ben that I liked tonight is he used the high flip a, a couple of times to just get it out of the zone because that's what we needed tonight. Otter's just, Otter's just on. You don't have to be world beaters tonight. Just don't give bad turnovers on your own blue line that lead to the best chances in hockey. This is not exactly the game that I was expecting here tonight, James. I was expecting a little bit more of an effort from from Dallas tonight, and I was expecting to to dominate them tonight. And Ottinger was the only one that dominated them tonight. <laughs> With and and honestly, I'll and we'll, we'll go ahead and do. Uh, is there anything else that you you can think of tonight that we need to talk about? Not particularly. I mean, the the I feel like the main reason oh, why this why we why we felt like we should dominate this team is just because where they are in the standings, and sometimes that works the opposite direction for you because th- this Sabres team was expected to be a lot higher in the standings than they are right now. And they are a young team, and you can tell it based off of the types of games they lose and win. I mean, these close games, they don't do well in. And games where they they trail first, they don't do well in. I mean, they're if they pulled this up in the pregame, but their record when scoring first is 16-3-1. That is That's ridiculously good. That is fourth in the NHL. And if they could just score first more, then they would win more games. But they, they can't seem to figure out being down and lucky for the stars we got an early power play and lucky kind of for us matt shane scored on it so that that that, that's really how we ended up winning the game because it's a young team on the other side and it they are struggling in games where they trail and we made them trail instantly i i did think about something else that i think would be interesting to talk about so in the third period we saw the d pairs kind of mixed up a little bit uh, we actually saw Nels Lundqvist out there with Mira Haskinen. That was kind of interesting, I thought. Um, we also, and, but the biggest one for me was we saw a switch between the third and the fourth line. Uh, we saw uh, Dadanoff get moved up to the third line, and uh, Steele goes back down to the fourth. I don't necessarily think it's because they were playing terribly, those two lines. It just didn't seem to flow as well. Fair. I, I I think a little of that of that was because Steele worked well on the half shift that he was on with the fourth line. I mean that that's how we end up with the game winning goal. Steele and Fox are just fighting for the puck in front of the net. It goes off Steele and into the net. So maybe that's hey this line scored. Put them back together. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it, re- realistically, I Steele has played great for us. And he deserves to be on the third line. But the switch between Dodonov and Steele on the third or fourth line has made no visible difference to me, at least. <laughs> and that that's probably just a me thing because people really like Steele and he has played great. I, I just think it doesn't matter where he's played in the lineup so far this year. He's just playing good. I just think he's more effective on that fourth line. He, he he has just looked better 
with Foxa and Smith or Delandria out of those four guys, whoever it is, than he had with Pavelski and Ben. And I, I don't think that's anything towards him at all. That's just not the role that he that he should play as a third line center, I guess. And I mean, maybe this the switch between Pavelski and Johnston can maybe get that third line going with the Donoff on there. I, I really think we need that third line to get going. And I've, I've said it for years on this podcast. If you want to win the Stanley Cup, look at the 2019 and the 2020 Stanley Cup winners. The, or excuse me, 2020 and 2021 Stanley Cup winners, the, the Lightning. When they had Andre Pollat, they had Coleman, and then they had uh, uh, the guy from Seattle, uh, Yanni Gord. Like that third line for the Tampa Bay Lightning was ridiculous. And we need something like that. Now, our third line's a lot better now than it was the, la- the last couple of years. It really is. But, man, we, I, I really would like to see that third line get going. Yeah, and, and tonight, the way the, the game-winning goal comes from the fourth line. So it, if your third line isn't working, maybe your fourth line gets it. And they did tonight, so they kind of cover for the rest of the team in, in that aspect. Okay, anything else? Nope. Nope, I think that's it. Okay, um, let's do biggest winner, biggest loser. We already obviously gave our biggest winner to Jay Gottinger, but let's do an honorable one. I'll I'll do mine first. I'll give it to Matt Duchesne again. And again, it's not just because he scored the goal. Yes, he did score a goal tonight, but he was one of the few guys that I noticed tonight that made really good plays in both the offensive zone and the defensive zone. I, I saw him make several good plays, and the ones that highlighted it for me was in the defensive zone. So I, I'm going to give him an honorary uh, biggest winner tonight. James? Uh, th- I know you say we're giving honorary. I'm still giving my honorary to Jake Ottinger as well. He deserves it. <laughs> like, by far and away. I, you have great uh, working goal from the fourth line to get the second one in there. And you have Matt Duchesne, who just scored, like, his third on the power play. And that the last three power play goals we've had have been from him. But... It really was. It was. It was all Otter tonight. And uh, advanced stats will say uh, he, the Stars should have won regardless. But uh, advanced stats don't tell everything, and they definitely didn't tonight. Because if you want to go look at Money Puck, it's like sixty forty for the Stars, and that is not what the game looked like at all. I mean, we were getting, we were getting pressured all night long, and Otter, Otter really held us in there and and didn't let hardly anything get behind him. And that was the deserve to win a meter. Yeah, that's that. That makes no sense. To me. <laughs> Sometimes analytics make a lot of sense, and then there's other times where I'm like, "Huh?" Yeah. <laughs> and it, again, this is why the eye test is just as important as advanced analytics. I think there's there's a, a, a sphere for both of those things. So, um, who's your biggest loser tonight? Uh, I'll give it to the refs for missing the. I mean. The rest the looks so bad tonight. In, in the Discord, I was like, they just need to go get some more practice because it was like, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what was going on and it felt like they didn't know what was going on. It's it, You, you can't have that be NHL officiating. I it, like, it, not, they were rusty not too. Fun, uh, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they took the break off as well, huh? 
But if I want to give an honorable mention I, on Biggest Loser, I'm actually giving it to Marchment for getting elbowed in the face. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. He was, uh, he was mad, too. He, he yeah, chucked he, his helmet off the ice, yeah. which technically should be a penalty, but he didn't get penalized for it, so that's cool. Yeah. At least he waited until he got to the bench, right? He did get. He so. wasn't off the ice yet, though. Um, it's hard to pick a biggest loser tonight because I, you know what? I'll just say just a general, just the the decor tonight, turnovers in the first period. That's the biggest loser yeah, tonight. Give it, give it the turnovers. <laughs> yes, turnovers. That's specifically turnovers. It it was so so bad tonight, and just the amount of. I, I I'm actually really scared to go and look at Owen Newkirk's uh, Twitter page and see what the quality scoring chances were between the stars and the Buffalo Sabres. It had to be like ridiculous amount for the Sabres tonight. So, uh, and turnovers as well. I'd be, I'd be interested to know the, the stat for turnovers. Okay. Anything else? Uh, no, uh, that was, at least we got to watch hockey, you know. It it, it took ten days. <laughs> we got to watch hockey, and it was it was bad. Uh, I'm still decently happy about it. So, I'm reporting back. By the way, on the All Star Game, I enjoyed it. I actually, I, I kind of enjoyed it. I thought it. I yeah, thought the it, skills it was competition better. was the stupidest thing ever. By the way, Connor McDavid thought really? up the skills competition and then won it. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> He's like. I, I want a million dollars. How can I, I make sure I get a million dollars? <laughs> I thought it was so stupid. I didn't. Know. Okay. All right. Uh, anyways, that's going to do it for us here tonight. Uh, alongside James, my name is Ryan. We are StarCast Circle Marks. Thank you guys for uh, following along with us. Those of you that are live, there have been 19 people who have been watching live this evening. There's more of you that are listening and watching later. We appreciate, as always, uh, what you guys do, uh, please go and check out sarcasticremarks.com. Uh, there's going to be an interesting blog post up tonight, uh, something that I had a little conversation with with somebody on social media, and I, I think it was worthy to kind of bring up. And so th there will be a blog post about that and specifically about Wyatt Johnston. So James will be interested in that. And uh, also go and check out sarcasticremarksshop.com as always. That's the best way to support us in what we do please consider leaving us a five-star review anywhere you listen to your podcast. Click like and subscribe on YouTube if you're doing that. And once again, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. James, can you do us a favor and take us out? GG, boys.